I'm Logan. I'm Jess. And this is Automatic for the People. It's automatic. It's automatic. It's automatic. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Automatic for the People, a Mr. Robot podcast. And Jess is here, so that means one thing. We're talking about our, uh, like, season as a whole so far. We're basically, well... Episode 7 has aired, although neither one of us has watched it. So we're at the halfway point. Yes, I came to that realization and it was immediately very sad. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, so spoilers, if you're not watching, I don't know why you're listening, but spoilers for Mr. Robot, all of Mr. Robot, except for this past week's episode, which apparently is mind melting. So I can't wait. Um So last time you were on, we talked about the first three episodes. Um, And so this is uh, basically just following up with that for episodes four, five, and six, which a lot of stuff happened in those three episodes. Um, So where are you at? What do you think? Um, I feel like I probably should have taken notes, (laughs) Um, but kind of. I'm, I, I don't know, like my, my head like kind of hurts, but not like in the like mind melting way that uh, I think is coming apparently. So I don't know. I've just been really kind of into the storytelling and just like the story that is unfolding because we've had some really intense episodes these last three episodes, but all in like very different ways. Like, I feel like episode four was like super creepy and then episode five was like completely intense but then there was they they didn't speak almost any words throughout the whole thing and then this last one that I watched episode six was it was just a really heavy episode there was just a lot that happened and Vera had this really crazy creepy weird awesome monologue thing going on yeah (laughs) it was pretty great i i think it's it's interesting how this is landing because and how we decided to do it kind of just off the cuff three episodes at a time um doing this like kind of whatever i'm calling it uh so these three episodes are 404 not found 405 method not allowed and 406 not acceptable like those Mm -hmm. are the three episodes they're very like the titles are are negatives not that they're negative episodes but they're so like specific like they just belong in this clump together um not found okay so first of all how did you feel about the death of tyrell okay possible death of Tyrell. Thank you. That's actually where I was going with that. I was I was actually just talking to my husband about this before I came up here. And I mean, it, it was very confusing because I mean, it feels like he should have died in the woods. But then the way that episode ended, it just left me feeling very like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I, I, he's I don't know, there's this weird, like, blue light, and then, of course, it fades to white and, you know, does the whole thing, which is what makes you think, like, you know, that's the end of Terrell. But, like, can it it be? I mean, we didn't really get a definitive yes or no on that. So, I don't know. I 
I kind of hope he's not done because I felt like it was just a very abrupt end to his story. But at the same time, I don't know where in the world they would take him other than like Elliot could ha- have another ally. So, yeah, if that is the end, uh, and it's starting to feel more and more like it is, <laughs> um, then, mm-hmm. uh, I like that they gave him this sort of poetic, uh, kind of, uh, vague ending. Um, because yeah. I, honestly, I, like as a character, Tyrell has been all over the place in four seasons. I mean, there's one season that he's like not even a part of. So, <laughs> and, and, but he's like the the mystery of season two, and he's like barely in it at all. No, right. but then turns out to have like a completely pivotal part throughout the whole. Hey, let me hold on a second. I'm recording at work, so give me just a second. Somebody's standing at my door. (laughs) All right. Sorry about that. So, Tyrell. (laughs) Tyrell. (laughs) I'll just edit out that long pause. Uh, um, Yeah, like this ambiguous kind of poetic ending for a character that we could never get a solid beat on. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's poetic, but it's ambiguous. It just feels, it feels left undone. Does that make sense in some ways? To me, it does anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're a little muffled. Hello? Did I, did I lose you? Or did I lose me? Or did you mute yourself? Nah, it's somebody. Hold on a second. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I hate recording at work. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Sorry. People were. <laughs> Nobody ever needs anything until I'm doing something. So. That sounds about right. Okay, so we're talking about Tyrell. Yeah, the ambiguous ending. So, which I, I'm with you. I would like more finality just because, like, this is not a show that leaves unanswered questions or open endings. Yeah. Um, even if it's like two seasons later, you're like, oh, well, there's the end of that. So, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, I don't know. We'll, uh, I guess we'll see if that was if that was really the end of Terrell or not. Like you said, we're halfway through, so you know there's there's a chance he could come back. But if he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't. So we got a lot to get through still. Yeah. Um, so in this that series. was <laughs> yeah that was not found. Um, which there's a lot of other stuff in that episode, but it like the the quote unquote death of Tyrell seems a for me, at least, overshadow anything else that happens. Um, yeah, I would agree. I mean, a lot of it is just, it felt more like the feel of the episode was building to, like, that one that one yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have um, the, the next episode, which is, uh, might as well just be called Silent Night. <laughs> <laughs> Method Not Allowed. Um, 
it feels weird because we've texted back and forth or we've had conversations about this but like uh i wish ryan was on Uh, i guess he's busy whatever um because he said the same thing (laughs) like it's it's a good 10 or 15 minutes into people not talking before Mm -hmm. you realize like nobody said anything since darlene in like the first four minutes of the episode I know when you rewatch it and see like where those like how he uses those specific terms and like it's cool dude we don't have to talk and then I I think it's time we talked like and it not it doesn't come off hokey it doesn't come off forced and I mean if you're really caught up in the episode you could get to when uh, Vera shows up and not even realize that nobody has said anything. Because uh, it's so tense. It's so tense and it's so well done. I mean, I think I think I personally would be shocked if anyone got got through the whole thing not realizing that anything was said. I don't know. Maybe not. I, I do watch a lot of TV and tend to be, I guess, a more observant TV watcher, if you will. So I guess maybe your average TV viewer, if if you got caught up in it, like wouldn't have noticed. I mean, like I said, at that, it took me 15 minutes to kind of be like, hold up. I don't think they've said anything. (laughs) And then, and then I was like, oh my God, they're not, they're going to go the whole episode. They're not going to say anything. And then it gets, you know, to the very end. And I was like, oh, that was incredibly well done. I thought that was just so brilliant. I loved it. And the, the episode itself, like, you don't even you don't even like need the dialogue. I mean, like the acting was amazing. The use of like sound and music and just everything, it was just so well done. And I I loved it. That was it, that was just so much fun to watch. Which sounds really weird to say, because it was really intense. But it just it was so great. Sorry, I muted my microphone. I didn't even realize I muted it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I was trying to check. I've I've tried to check Skype to see if you're if you're muted or not, but it didn't show you was <laughs> muted that time. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I was sipping on my coffee here, and I muted the microphone microphone so I didn't hear. And then I I started talking. I was like, oh, my microphone's muted. Nah, <laughs> I'm a dummy. Um, no, yeah. I don't know. I, I talked ad nauseum about this episode when me and Ryan talked about it and just how brilliant it was at every single thing that it did. And I, I don't know that I have anything to add to that other than like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we don't have to talk about it at length. I mean, again, it's like, I think it's good that these were all kind of packaged together. Like it's kind of weird how they're, they're kind of coming up in threes, but um, because like we can really pick out just like a couple main points from each of these things to really talk about and kind of put it in a nice little package, which works out well, but I don't well, know. I'm trying to think of that. So you off offline texting you talked about not uh because die hard is not in your like uh oh. <laughs> lexicon or whatever <laughs> um, well, um i have definitely seen it it's just not one of those right. that i personally rewatch like year after year after year 
So I totally missed the fact that not only were that is that that's what they were watching, <laughs> um, but I'm any sort of references to it just flew straight over my head in that episode. Well, I can't remember if Ryan said it on the podcast or not, but uh, I definitely remember him saying to me, do you think this is Sam Esmail weighing in on the argument is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Like this episode <laughs> takes place on Christmas Day. They're watching Die Hard. It has a very Die Hard vibe to it. Um, and it's it's little things, not big things. Like little bitty moments. It's like, oh, that's kind of Die Hard-ish. And uh, like the the plaza that they're, that little plaza that they walk into like uh, just the design of it looks very similar to the design of Nakatomi Plaza when Bruce Willis walks into it uh, at the bottom floor. Um, so it's really stuff like that is really really interesting. And so since I don't think I weighed in when we talked about, it, I will say that yes, I absolutely think this is Sam Esmo going like, yeah, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Everybody else can just shut up. <laughs> that's really funny I didn't really think about that but yeah that's <laughs> I feel like that was probably his um clever way of commenting on that as well I love it <laughs> so is it weird to you that like so uh not found takes starts late Christmas Eve and we cross into Christmas Day mm-hmm. so uh he said that this is one season-long Christmas special. Do you think that we're going to... Like, are the next seven episodes all going to take place on Christmas Day? Um, I don't think all, all of them can because... I mean, the hard deadline for uh, White Rose is New Year's, right? And then... Yes. Okay, so, and plus, I think after everything that happened in episode six, we've got to be nearing at least evening of Christmas Day, right? Or maybe not. I'm I'm trying to, now I don't, because they don't ever officially, like, time stamp anything, do they? Does Elliot ever give a time? He might when he's in the coffee shop, actually, before he goes to meet Olivia, but... I See, like that I'd... felt like that felt like morning to me, but well, it could have been because he was getting coffee. It could have yeah. been late morning, yeah, early afternoon. I don't. How know. good was it to see Leon again? Oh yeah, I was not expecting that when he sat down in a Ron slash now Todd's coffee shop. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> Todd's coffee. Yeah, I don't think I brought that up when me and Ryan talked about the episode. I was like, Todd's coffee. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, it was good to see him again. I thought it was a very interesting little tidbit that he dropped that he's kind of an independent consultant, if you will, freelancer. The Dark Army, I guess, released him. I didn't know they did that. that that's what bothers me because, like, once you're under their thumb, I kind of thought that whether it's like, oh, I wanted to join or whatever, kind of like the mob. Like once yeah. you're in, you're in. You're in. You you don't get out. The only way out is like in a, you know, a coffin or at the bottom body of a bag or body yeah. bag or whatever. So I just I don't know how well I buy that. 
but Leon's not really like that kind of lying type. So no, I don't think he is either. I, I just thought it was really interesting. I was like, I guess I don't know. Maybe he truly did like pay his debt, and he wasn't essential personnel. I don't know essential enough that they felt the need to kill him to like quote get him out. You know, they just let him do his thing. I don't. I don't know. It is. It is a little odd, but it could be very useful, especially since. Darlene and Dom seem to be in quite the predicament, and then Elliot's in the trunk of a car currently. So what did you think about the Darlene-Dom stuff? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she's going to kill her. She's going to kill her. Oh my I God, thought one of the her. two of them are dying, like one way or the other. <laughs> I know. And then the whole thing, like, at the very end, when, like, What's-Her-Face walks in, the creepy taxidermist lady, Janice. Janice? Yeah, I can't. You know what? Like, Vera is. Like, I I hope that Vera dies. I want Vera to die because he's Mm -hmm. a bad dude and he's done bad things, but he is evil in a way that's charismatic while also being like, I just can't. I'm glad I'm never going to be in a room with this dude. Janice (laughs) isn't evil in a way that like when she talks it's kind of like nails on a chalkboard like but somebody's doing it on purpose and it's just like I I can't wait for her to die like I just wish somebody would kill her I know she's the opposite of Bobby Cannavale from last season where it's just like yeah he's a douche and a bad guy and he sucks and yeah, he probably deserves to die or whatever, but like he's fun to watch, you know. She's just like, oh, like just puts me on edge so much, you know. Like that one coworker you have that's just like, you bug <laughs> me so much. I just wish you wouldn't even walk anywhere near me. Um, um, oh. yeah, uh, yeah, I hate Janice, uh, which is to say that the actress is doing a fantastic job. (laughs) Absolutely. She is. I mean, every time, like she is just like chilling to watch. I'm just like, I feel like my blood runs cold every time I see her. I just, I really wanted, I was like, you have a gun, shoot her. Someone for the love of God, just shoot her. (laughs) The way she nonchalantly just keeps dropping, like, well, then we have to go kill your mom and your family. Like, as if she's just saying, like, oh, and then I'll meet you for tea or coffee or whatever. This is like, oh, my God. Who are you? Where is your soul? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, we all know it's got to take a special kind of person to probably do her line of real work. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> for sure. Because I sure couldn't do that. But, you know. I guess that explains her extracurricular activities as well. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she has a basement stuffed with, you know, like maybe people that she's killed. Oh, my God. Yeah. I this is a complete tangent, but I was listening to an audiobook about a serial killer during like not the time of like Nazi occupied Paris. And it is fascinating and terrifying all at the same time. Um, and she gives me that that same that same vibe. I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I probably should knock off the true crime <laughs> during the day. <laughs> yeah, I, I was never one for the true crime stuff. Uh, Ryan gets really into it, too. Um, and I'm, he's just like, man, you should watch this. I'm like, ah, it's just not my thing. Like, I, I'm, I, for whatever reason, I just can never get into it. So. Yeah. Yeah. The the more modern ones really freak me out a lot more than like the historical stuff. Historical, yeah, quote the unquote. historical <laughs> stuff. You can kind of like distance yourself and be like, well, yeah. you know, and the modern stuff, you're like, oh, well, no, these people still exist. <laughs> so. Yeah. None of these people still exist. Like they could turn up in my backyard at any time. Like yeah. I'm not sleeping for the rest of my life. <laughs> um. So, other than the Dom Darlene stuff, so not acceptable, which is 406, gives us a version of Elliot arguably we've not seen before. Like, he's used his ways to manipulate or blackmail or whatever people that definitely deserve it. Like, without a doubt... Like, these are not good people, and okay, yeah. Like, maybe you're not a good person for doing things the way you're doing them, but you're definitely using your powers for good, you know? Right. And I get him, because he tells her, he's like, you you knew that they were shady, but, like, you're doing the job anyway, so that makes you just as guilty. But it's just, that's not a that's not real world logic, you know, like people can't exist in that world. Most people work a job because they have to work that job. Like that's the job they could get, especially if it's a good paying job with benefits and whatever, you know, mm-hmm. even if you're like, Oh, well they're doing, you know, that's why all these stories, real life stories about, you know, people turning on companies and, you know, uh, ratting them out. And like, like, like that's why those things become so big because people just don't do that um and obviously she has a lot of problems and so this is the job she could get and elliot just preyed on her vulnerability and used her which he planned on using her all along but like drugging her you know like she said you just drugged an addict you know, for you, it might just be like, oh, well, I can just stop. But for me, that that's not the case. I mean, so much so that she tried to kill herself. Yeah. And oh, man, I uh, I was like devastated when when she's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I am happy she made it out alive hopefully she stays that way i I think this is the the last we'll ever see of her i mean i think that definitively closed her story um finally gave us the payoff we were looking for and guessed we would get when she first appeared in what episode two or three that she was it was her in the trailer yeah from that Um, caesar trailer yeah but uh i just I'm so uncomfortable with this version of Elliot. And I, I, I'm glad that that's the case because, I mean, I feel like you're supposed to be. Yes. You know, 
Like, yeah. Well, she um, says you're that he's just like you're the worst kind of monster because you don't even know that's what you are. And that's, you know, that we've had this conversation over and over and over again about the best villains are the ones that don't think they're the villain. And he's finally crossed that line. You know, that's what this whole I I think that's what this whole episode is about. He's he's kind of I don't know. He I I think he's I agree. He's crossed over or crossed the line. I don't know if he's like crossed over like for good for good, but he definitely did some things that you don't easily like not only like easily come back from, but that you don't do lightly to begin with. And right. the the fact that he's to the point of seeing that as the only not not maybe not the only option, but like the quickest option and was so like quickly willing to like jump to it is troublesome. I mean, because he could have just told her, like, I drugged you and not actually drugged her. (laughs) I was, you know, and I was wondering that the whole time. I mean, did he really, you know, did he really do it or did he just say he did it? I mean, there's. I I think I brought that up when me and Ron were talking. Ron was like, yeah, that's what he was talking to Leon about. Like, that's why he needed Leon for the drugs. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But, I mean, he could also Uh... be buying drugs for himself. So. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I was trying to figure out why they were medium. Okay, that makes more sense. Oh, that sucks. Bastard. Sorry. Yeah, I I just, I don't. That's, that's low. It, it's to the, it, it, so I, it's interesting that Legion kind of became the second show of this podcast because mm-hmm. as different as they are, they like, have so much of that in common where spoilers for legion i mean you know you got to the point in legion where like oh wait no he's not the good guy not that he can't be the good guy it's just like now we're at a point where this guy is not the good guy he still thinks he is but he definitely is not you know yeah and like just because you're hiding behind a like, oh, well, I'm going to save the world or whatever. Like, the, the the ends does not justify your means, man. Like, that's just not the way that works. You know, sorry. But, like, that's awful. I mean, in, in the history of this show, it might be the single most awful thing we've ever seen Elliot do. Yeah, no, I definitely think it is the single most awful thing we've ever seen Elliot do because he's always been trying to stop the atrocities of the dark army but never has he crossed that line or felt you know felt the need to i guess cross that line that so much was at stake that he himself kind of became the villain and so now we've kind of seen him come to that that point and i think the mr robot monologues were very interesting because he was talking to us and he kept saying we but I feel like it's a loaded we. I don't think it's like we, the audience, plus Mr. Robot. I think it's all the personalities we. Yeah. And um, we're one of them, but. Which is very interesting. <laughs> I know. I want to know which one we are or if we're just a very nebulous, like maybe like are we the mom? Like that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah, I mean, we're still we're halfway through the season. We're still sitting on that unanswered mystery of, like, so Mr. Robot didn't talk to Vera. Elliot didn't talk to Vera. 
who talked to Vera? Right? Yes. Need to know. Or are we little Elliot? I don't know. We're someone. Who are we? Or are we someone else? I don't know. Anyways, we don't need to get that meta right now. (laughs) At some point, we're going to have to talk about White Rose and the ominous physics equations all over whatever screen he was looking at. And some very interesting looking graphs that looked an awful lot like theoretical physics. Just saying. Just saying. Okay, so that's your area right there. So hit me with what you... All of it's nonsense to me. I'm just like, okay, well, really smart people will look at that and be like, holy cow. But I look at it and I'm just like, okay, well, I'm sure that means something. <laughs> I don't know that it like for real means something because let me just set the record straight. I, by no stretch of the imagination, have a PhD in physics. Um, I, I did my undergrad in physics, but like totally like just don't like I, I haven't touched it in like 15 years or more at this point, but (laughs) the equations looked, I mean, I I think it's probably just like nonsense. They're a little bit fuzzy and I didn't exactly pause to see if I could dig into it a little bit more because I didn't really have time to do that. I'm sure there's a Reddit thread. (laughs) I am sure there is too, but there's a whole lot of like complicated equations that you would typically associate with like the type of theoretical and probability type of physics that you would want to be doing if you're, I don't know, working on say alternate dimensions or alternate realities or time travel or those sorts of things. And then that graph thing was very interesting and it looked a little bit to me like, like, okay, so it could be just an innocuous depiction of like literally like thermodynamics and something completely just very innocent but it could also be i don't know another dimension so he's totally i think playing with us but i am wondering if that's why the next episode is so quote mind bending or mind melting i I can't wait to watch it um we've seen so little of white rose this season um he's gotta come or she's gotta come back in a in a big way Big bad way. Um, the last conversation, well, maybe not the last one, but probably the most important thing that, that White Rose has uh, imparted this season has been telling, uh, well, when she was the minister, telling mm-hmm. his assistant that, you know, it's time Mr. Alderson understands that we're after the same thing or something to that effect. So, like, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. We've not seen them, we've not seen this situation as them being on the same side. They're very much have been set up as opposing forces. So, uh, like, uh, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And, but not only even as opposing forces, almost even like just happenstance that the two paths crossed but then white rose would always allude back to his dad and elliot's dad working for them and working for their quote cause and then and now you know elliot's supposed revolution you know just they just happened to get wind of it i mean they had to they were obviously keeping tabs on him like obviously and so it's i agree with you i i never saw them on, on the same side to begin with at all. But it comes back to that conversation. And I feel like a broken record because I've said this so many times, but it comes back to the conversation that White Rose had with Angela. 
what did she say to Angela? Because yeah. I think once we know that, that is what's going to bring it all together. And we're, you know, because if that's truly the case and it's really like, oh, you know, I'll see you again, I'll see you in another life or whatever these things have been meaning, you know, that's what Elliot would want too because he's ultimately trying to, I don't know if he's trying to avenge his dad or if he just wants his dad back. I mean, he's was clearly broken long before his dad died, so we learned. But, you know, a lot of this does stem around his dad's death. So if he could have him back, if Angela could come back, I don't know. There's just a whole lot of whole lot of what ifs with them messing with our, our minds on this time travel, alternate universe, whatever it is. Red herring, I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right, I saw a map so... and I got excited. <laughs> I was like, I have to mention this. <laughs> I see math and I'm just like, oh God, no. Um, especially that stuff. Like, uh, so I mean, just to put it in perspective, like, uh, I definitely don't, I, I, you know, don't think I'm an idiot, but I definitely have a very basic uh, understanding of stuff. Not, I don't even think it's basic. Like everything I know about stuff like that, I'm, I learned from watching. Uh, movies and television so if it's accurate then okay if <laughs> so it's, it's not then I'm like, yeah i don't i don't know man like i saw it in an episode of futurama i know those guys are smart they all Ooh. have like phds <laughs> yeah no actually if you're learning from futurama that's actually pretty solid not gonna lie their <laughs> their science is relatively spot on they're some of the better, better yeah. stuff i've ever seen uh, anyway. and, yeah, and if you don't think so, go get some of those uh, DVDs or Blu-rays and listen to those commentaries because, oh my God, man. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> those, I have... Those guys I've, are geniuses. They really, really are. They really are. And I've not watched a lot of Rick and Morty, but um, I think it has some similar... It There's definitely a multiverse at play in Rick and Morty. Have you ever watched that? I, I tried watching it uh, because everybody told me how great it was. I could not get past like two or three episodes because the, and it kills me because I'm such a back to the future fan Yeah. Um, that I, and I know that that's what they're, they're like the initial spoof is. Yeah. Um, but like the, and I've heard it gets like infinitely better, but the old man constantly burping, I was like, I can't handle this. Like I cannot handle it. Yeah. Yeah. I've just watched like episodes here and there, like nothing consistently. So I can't really speak to it. But from what I have seen, they're they're pretty decent when it comes to the whole yeah. plausible multiverse stuff. It so. kills me because all the stuff I, I'm just like all this stuff. I know I would be like, this is so great. But I I'm such a like I have to watch it from the beginning. Maybe if I jumped <laughs> I in like, you know, two seasons in and tried to like go back I might better understand it um and it's fun I was I've been re-watching uh, I don't know if you've ever watched red versus blue um <laughs> no but I, I know I know what it is <laughs> so at some point like around season three or four they did some time travel stuff uh that like for a bunch of guys who started out like basically in their garage creating this I'm um, not not that they're stupid but like their take on like time travel dynamics and everything is so 
smart and funny and um it, it's just it's so freaking good but yeah i need to nice. I, I need to i guess give rick and morty another shot i don't know but uh all right so vera and uh krista is krista going to die i really don't want her to but i don't understand unless vera dies how she gets out of this alive yeah so i don't know so elliot's so elliot's in the trunk he's basically willingly been kidnapped because he knew exactly what i sort of exactly what was going to happen yeah he knew he was walking into a trap yeah so he's on his way to vera and krista i guess but the Dark Army is still trying to track him down so that he can go have a rendezvous with White Rose. So it'll be interesting to see how all these are converging because all of the storylines are slowly but surely all coming together. Unless they've been killed off. Like, right. you know what they mean? They're either like definitively ending it except for Tyrell or they're just all slowly merging which is great which we you know we knew needed to happen at the beginning i was like how how is all this going to work like how are all of these disparate storylines going to end up coming together and they they sure have i i think it would be kind of fun if like in the middle of this vera showdown that basically just the dark army comes in and just kills him i'm like well that's the end of that story yeah, that that could be interesting. I mean, it, it kind of leaves the whole like could be disappointing, but it could be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I, I the, the disappointment is like Vera seems to have this like grand plan of like what he wants to do, and like is it just another version of what um, the warden in season two, like what he was doing? You know, like are are you like a low rent white rose? Like, do you have like these uh, delusions of grandeur or whatever of what you're going to be? Cause I mean, yeah, you're a bad dude and you know, like you command respect or whatever, but like you're a drug dealer, dude. Like, I, I don't right. like even the biggest of like the low rent drug dealers, like, I mean, you almost always just wind up dead. So, you yeah. know, it's you can't get out of the lifestyle. So, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm baffled as to, like, that would be the only thing that I'm like, I wonder what his plan really was. Was it just to be a drug kingpin? Or, like, what else was he going to do? So, but <laughs> I, I, I also loved abrupt, like, endings like that. Were, did you ever watch Firefly? Yes. Okay, so like uh, it's uh, oh, it, it's at the end of the very first episode, the pilot episode. You know, mm-hmm. the the dude you know pops up in the thing, finds River, and then like you know has a gun to uh, somebody's head, and Mal just walks up the ramp of the ship and just shoots him in the head, and it's like that. Then they toss him out the back. It's like that's <laughs> the end of it. Like that was the resolution. Like, this dude's in the middle of giving this, like, impassioned, like, here's what's going to happen. And just, or, like, Samuel L. Jackson in um, Deep Blue Sea, if you've ever seen Deep Blue Sea. Um, I've not seen that one. 
Well, he, he gives this massive speech about how they're going to work together. It's been parodied like all over the place. He's just like, we're going to get out of here. We're going to work together. Da, da, da. And then the shark just comes up out of the wire and just bites him in half. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's so like, just like that was the end. Like that there's n- nothing else to, to, there's nowhere else to go after that. Like it, everything he said just doesn't matter because he just died. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I just, I, part of me is just like, that would be so fun. If, like, you know, Elliot's there and Vera's just, you know, doing Vera's thing. And then somehow the dark army does find Elliot with Darlene's help or whatever. And then, you know, they just walk in, bust in, kill kill Vera and his cohorts and it's like well that's the end of the Vera plot line <laughs> <laughs> like it would be funny and not surprising but at the same time like slightly disappointing I guess if fitting I don't know I, I, I'm going back and forth I don't want him to be like drug out like for the whole rest of the season unless it has a true purpose because right now it doesn't really feel like it has a purpose you know Yeah. that's kind of where I'm, I'm at ready. like he's trying to to get it to get at Elliot unless they're gonna use him as the angle for us to figure out all the different personalities. That would be kind of cool. That's a good point. That is good. because uh, Vera is a good antagonist for that because he's the only character we know or we have right now really outside of maybe Dom who who's just not aggressive enough for it. Mm-hmm. Uh that doesn't kind of understand Elliot's situation. Like he only knows Elliot as like, Oh, this guy who, you know, he found out could do some like computer hacking or whatever. And he's not in, he, he's not entrenched in like this giant conspiracy that is actually going on. So for him to, he can step into that situation and kind of extract information and kind of be a surrogate for us. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. I like that. Well, especially since Chris are brought up, he's like, what am I going to find? And she's like, Mr. Robot. And it's like, oh, well, we've already clued into the fact that there's more than just Mr. Robot. So what? maybe whatever yeah. he does, I mean, that could, I don't know, that would be really, that would be really interesting. It would also be very disturbing to see like a whole multiple uh, personality episode. I don't know. That could be interesting, though. Did you ever watch the movie Identity? It's kind of like a borderline horror film. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of when, you know, when he kind of does that whole creepy thing where you actually see him be all the personalities. That will definitely win him another Emmy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Deservedly so. Oh, God, yeah. I I know I said this when uh, me and Ryan talked on our last episode. Did you guys release that episode? I thought so. Did oh. I not? I haven't seen it. I will go back and check. Maybe I stupidly did not. So that's gonna. That's yeah. If I didn't, then congratulations, guys. You get like three episodes in a five-day period. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I, I thought I did. Maybe I didn't. Um. Uh. No. No. Of course. Anyway. So yeah. Uh. It's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. So, 
Uh, I can't wait to watch the next episode, So, which I'm going to do, actually, as soon as we hang up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I hate that Ryan can't make it on. Um, I know. Spencer is in for the next time we talk, for sure, though. So, Sweet. Okay, so, cool. Uh, he was like, yeah, we got to work out a schedule. Um, Sunday nights, he's he's been free lately, so we'll have to try to do it on a Sunday night. Um I mean, that's fine. I'm not usually too busy on a Sunday night. Uh, so, um, it's not this Sunday night because I will not. No, 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 no. It'll be. <laughs> so it would be for episode nine. So it'll be two weeks. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll keep you in the loop. Uh, Ryan and I will be back talking about this week's episode uh, probably in like two days from the time you're hearing this. Um <laughs> Assuming he can get whatever tech issues he's having worked out. <laughs> um, if not, I'll recruit uh, either Jess or Spencer. <laughs> Talk to me about this one. Um, but uh, but yeah, at Mr. Robot Podcast on Twitter, Mr. Robot Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to email us, um, go write and review us on iTunes, patreon.com slash automatic for the people, and xwingfiles.com for all the other podcast that we have that are very sporadic at the moment but mostly because my work schedule sucks <laughs> so yeah Sorry. uh and then y'all are getting ready to start up soon right in january like yeah well that's not too far away uh don't tell me that <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> depressing <laughs> like it's awesome because my show will be back but it's depressing because the year will be over and i don't really know where it's gone so <laughs> There's that. Uh, are are y'all gonna do a like a kind of catch all for like here's what's going on with crisis? You know, crisis, right? They are gonna be involved in crisis. That is technically our first episode would be like one of the ones that's a, a part of crisis. It we're obviously one of the technically one of the January ones, um, and we're yeah. I think we are going to do kind of like instead of doing like a season preview like we would normally do i think what we're going to do is probably talk about the first bit of crisis like the first three episodes and then uh since we'll have the last two to wrap up so then we'll have basically like a couple crisis episodes i think hopefully and then we'll launch into our season proper which will be the next 14 15 episodes i think it's just 15 episodes because i don't know if the one in crisis counts towards our episode count or not but yeah that's uh tomorrow's legends too for anybody who wants to t check it out uh for the legends of tomorrow's podcast it's great that show's great and hopefully it's getting another season so yes uh we will see <laughs> we would like another season we'd like to keep podcasting about it but if not uh we are working on contingency plans in the background so good deal uh um, all right. Well, uh, I guess I'll see you guys in a few days and Jess will definitely be back in a couple of weeks. So with mind melting stuff. So I'm so excited. If I get to talk about physics, I'm going to like freak out and y'all are going to legit fall asleep. It's going to be great. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Here's a little ghost for the offering.
Here's a truck stop instead of St. Peter's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Andy Coffin's gone recipe. 